This is episode 535 of the Eventing Radio Show, brought to you by the Eventing Writers Association of North America. We would like to thank our title sponsor, Bitter Britain. Find everything you need for eventing at bitterbritain.com. This week, we have Alec Lahore and Dr. Debbie Williamson. This is Max Corcoran and kind of chilly, but sunny and not nearly as cold as other places. Ocala, Florida. And this is Joe and I'm sitting next door to Max and we're at the jockey club and we're downstairs hiding in a cupboard, (laughs) but it's quite quiet. So Max, how's it going? It's going well. Getting there. Day one of dressage. Yeah. Getting rolling. Yeah. It's a little chilly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, rain we got some. We got a lot of rain last night. Flooded some of the barns, which was takes a lot in the sand to do. I mean, some of the barns are properly flooded. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I mean, it's sandy here, so we did get a lot of rain. But the I'm, footing is perfection. I'm really, really happy that my barn didn't get flooded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I really am. I yeah. saw. I, I saw Werner Given. He said that his barn got flooded. Yeah. And I suggested he did what Kyle Carter did at Stableview. What's that? Got a shovel out and dug a ditch. There you go. Yeah. That's what you got to do way sometimes. Down. Sometimes what you got to do. Yeah. yeah. Carl, Carl dug a ditch. Yeah. The length of 10 stalls. Oh, did he really? Yeah, he did. Good man. And um, it worked. And, and it worked. Yeah. So. I know the guys that work here, the the guys that the farm manager here is down there with a sump pump pumping all the water I out. Bet. He's been, I bet. been really, they've been working really hard yeah. to, to get it. Get it good. They've got it real packed down with grass growing through it, so it's not uh, it doesn't drain like normal sand would. But then again, yeah. when the weather's good, it's a nice base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, no, it rained rained a lot last night, and um, it just looks unbelievable out there at the moment. The Jockey Club, it's just absolutely fantastic, and it's cold. It felt a bit like being back in England, to be honest, yeah. this morning. Um, didn't have to worry about normal absolutely sweating our bottoms <laughs> off you know <laughs> exactly. um it was so, it was actually really comfortable yeah. it, was re- it was really really nice yeah. um the ground looks absolutely fantastic and uh, i had a little walk around the two star as a couple of subtle changes they don't go through the main arena this year they sort of do a loop around and back and up so the viewing's the same Right. Te- technically for yes, the exactly. for everybody yep. For, yep. you know it, it's just not it's just not in that main arena no. but it, we I struggled so much with the daylight last year because it is november and the sun does go down it is proper dark at 5 30 yeah um that to to not have them go through the arena allowed us to run both the show jumping and the cross country at the same time so that was a big that's actually really alleviated a lot of the stress of the um, of the timing. Right. So yeah. that's what's happened. There's yeah. the CIC jumping. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And we had to sort of stop that to run the cross, you know, to have the cross country went through the main arena. So we couldn't do that and we'd have to move some jumps and blah, blah, blah. So now we can, everything can run simultaneously. So Saturday is the three star world CIC will do their yeah. show jumping. And then Sunday when everybody else is doing their show jumping, the CIC will do their cross country. It all happen at the same time. It'll all be fantastic. Yeah. And I mean, it's not so bad when it's overcast. No. But it's we're in sunny Florida here, and generally it's very sunny, and the sun gets very <laughs> low, and the next thing you're looking yeah. straight into a shadow. Exactly. You know, so at that time of the night. So that's a, a massive improvement that we can sort of jump and see the jumps yeah. a little bit easier. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so. And then everybody goes on vacation. So last event, are you guys going to Pine Top? No. 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 no, I think everybody. I think there's only one event left in area three now. Is just 
is um, pint up in over Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, I mean it's a shame Grand Oaks cancelled. Yeah. Uh, their event. They, apparently, it was from lack of entries, but um, I, I just feel that they cancelled so early, and I know a lot of people that were planning on going and hadn't put their entries in. So, so, um, yeah. So I don't know, but I mean, it is the end. So it's been a long, long season, hasn't it, Max? And now we get to have a little break. It'll be nice to have a bit of a break. I think, you know, everybody that's here, everybody's working really hard, but there's it's this final push of, you know, last of the season. We've had the WEG this year. A lot of this crew has was at WEG, vets and stewards and organizers and everybody. So it's um it's an it's a great and the riders too, actually a lot of them too. So it's this great sort of final push and um it's a great place to have the final push because it is just such a fantastic venue. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. But this year we've got the CCI three star as the addition. Yes. Uh, we've mentioned this a, a lot of times already this year. Uh, I'm about to go and have a look at the course and walk around it. But it's fantastic. And I think, you know, I mentioned when we were interviewing Alec that it's just brilliant that they did actually decide to put it on and run it because it's just great for options and it's what we really need. Absolutely. And it's, um, you know, the ground's perfect. And, you know, if Fair Hill's not the right thing for your horse, doesn't mean to say that putting him on a trailer and driving 3,000 miles to California to run the three-star out there is the right thing to do with them either. Um, and again, if the weather was bad at Fairhill or if you had an overreach or an abscess or something, it gives you another option without having to completely change your life and, and finances. It's um, And again, it's, it is it is really beautiful here. So, um, well, that's the thing. I mean, yeah. it, 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 it's sort of just down the road, yeah. you know, and then some horses too, it's fair Hill is a very epic three star. So it's, um, it's nice for the younger horses, the younger three star horses to have a place to, uh, start getting produced at that level and not have to conquer something like fair Hill that can really take away their confidence. And it's nice to have a wash stall. It is nice to have a wash stall. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's nice to have, um, those nice, FEI stabling. The FE, Clayton Frederick's stabling is really nice. It is. Yes. I hate to say that. <laughs> but they're really nice. But it is. It is a yeah. treat to I worked out of them at Fairhill and it was it really made Fairhill great and um I everybody seems to be really happy with them. The lighting's good, the um the stalls are big, but you know, big enough for the bigger horses, but not so big and it's um they're really they're nice and um yeah, the configurations are great. The aisles are wide. Horses are comfortable. It's yeah. good. Yeah, the good bit, Max. What? You can sleep in your own bed. I do get to sleep <laughs> in my own bed. It is fabulous that way. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I know. We're all we're all pretty excited about yes. it. We can just it's a it's yeah. a, a minutes to yes. home. So um, from here. Yeah. So yeah, we we'll hope hopefully it's um, we did a little bit down on numbers this year, but I I spoke to Rick Duncanton about it and he said it's just been a a funky year. Yeah, actually, now that I think about it, now that you say that, I think entries have been down uh, straight across. Uh, yeah. Being on the board of governors, I actually do yeah. know that that numbers straight across the board have been down a bit this year. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah, no, he said it's just a it, yeah. it's just a funky year, and yeah. I think that you know it'll be a huge success this year. Uh, the Still way a it's huge one-star and two-star numbers, considering there's just been a one-star and a couple of two-stars. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, actually, yeah, Mid-South had a one-star, and so did Virginia Horse Trials, and um, both Fairhill and Virginia had two stars, so that's still pretty healthy numbers. I yeah, no, it is healthy yeah, numbers, yeah. but, the, you know, the great thing about here is um, the footing is going to be good. Yeah, guaranteed. You know, and it's guaranteed. It's not yeah. – um, 
last year it didn't rain the footing was great this year it's rained footing is great <laughs> you know it's just it's fantastic yeah. isn't it max it is it is we're really really lucky yeah well listeners we've got um, a couple of really good interviews with uh, alec lahore and debbie williamson coming up um talking to him a little bit about tokyo and what he does and that sort of thing and and talking to debbie about what vets do and there's a couple of interesting things i didn't even know they did actually but uh, first we're going to listen to our sponsor at bit of britain Hi, Glenda Geek here, founder of the Horse Radio Network, and we would like to take this opportunity to thank Bitter Britain for continuing to be our title sponsor for the Eventing Radio Show and for being one of the biggest supporters of eventing over the last three decades. If you need eventing supplies, there is no better place to go than BitterBritain.com. John and the entire gang are there to help you with everything you need for a successful eventing season, with the exception of the horse. You're on your own for that. Please support the company that supports you, BitterBritain.com, and like like them on Facebook, just search for Bit of Britain. Joining us now is uh, Alec Lahore from Musketeer Eventing. Welcome to the show, Alec. Good morning. And so, Alec, he Alec has the. Uh, is lucky enough to be the chief of the equestrian for the Tokyo Olympics. Alec, tell us a little bit about um, everything that's going on there, with the venue, the history behind it, and everything. Well, I'm I'm the eventing manager there, and, and Stephen Renoir, who's the who did the dressage and jumping in London, he's the dressage and jumping in Tokyo, and we are we have a very able leader in Mr. Haruta, who um, has worked for the federation in Japan for for many years, and he's he's leading the overall team in Tokyo um so yeah it's a great venue we've got two venues actually there's the uh, Badger Cohen uh, venue that's where the 1964 Olympic Games were and it belongs to the J- JRA Japan Racing Authorities uh, Association and um we are going back there they're obviously an awful lot of modernization it's going to be um an amazing facility uh, and then the cross-country course is um, on an island in the middle of the Tokyo Bay. So once again, like we were uh, in Greenwich, we're going to be right in the middle of the Olympic Games. So that's that's a really, really good thing. So there'll, there'll be the logistics of transporting the horses from the one venue to the next. Yes, and I think that's quite a well-tried and tested uh, process now. Um I'm sure they'll – well, I know that there's an awful lot of work going on to make sure that those logistics work as, as quickly and as smoothly as, as possible. Um, but, I mean, it happened in Hong Kong. It happened in um, – well, Los Angeles going way back. Um, so, you know, it's it's an entirely feasible proposition. And the cross-country course is uh, – Derek DeGrazia is the cross-country course designer, and he, he's been over to, to start – laying stuff out and get yeah, going absolutely i mean the course is in great nick already um the the if you ever take flying out of haneda international airport on the on a normal flight path as you if you sit on the right hand side of the plane look out the window you'll see it because it's right there That's and cool. the grass is looking amazing they've done an amazing the, the, the japanese authorities have done a great job tokyo the committee um have done a great job i mean we could go and run an event there today we, 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 there is a test event next year in august um so the, the turf is in good nick the water jumps are in 
Um, and Derek has, um, I haven't actually even seen Derek's final designs yet, so <laughs> I, I, I can't confidentially tell you anything. <laughs> so talking about the, you know, there's been the championships there in the past and things. I mean, do they do actually do any eventing? To yeah. date, at the moment, yeah, they um, Jap- Japan has got. I mean, obviously, we know that the Japanese riders did it, had an amazing result in Weg, sure did, finished yeah. fourth, and um, and I don't think that that was a shock. Shouldn't have been a shock to anybody, actually. If you look at the form that they've been carrying, particularly in Europe, the you know uh, Yoshi Oai, he's he won um, Bramham, and um, the other guys that are based in Europe, they've been doing really well at three, two star, three star, and even four star levels. So why it should not have been a shock at all that they did well. <laughs> They have a small eventing community. They are very dedicated. I've been fortunate enough to go out there and TD at Miki um, a couple of times, which is one of their main eventing headquarters. Um, and they run one star through three star out there. Um, they they don't have lots of three star runners. I mean, uh, maybe three or four, but um, they certainly know what they're doing. They have they have very nice horses, got a lot of thoroughbred horses. Um, they've got a very dedicated um, federation. And... Um, I'm absolutely convinced that they will deliver a, a really top of the range um, Olympic Games. Yeah, I mean they seem to be really well mounted, don't they? And they're all with very able trainers. Yeah, yeah. There's um, yeah, a lot and of- Angela Tucker sort of leading the brigade for them, doesn't she? Yeah, uh, Lolo Busquet is, is I think he's the chef to keep or the t- chief trainer and Angela has some and w- one of the young lads is with William Fox Pitt and Yoshi is with um, and has been for years is with Dirk Schrad in, in Germany. Okay. So, um, you know, they, as you say, they've got some very good horses and they, they're riding very nicely. They're very nice riders. Why shouldn't they be? They, they're putting yeah. the time and effort in. A lot of them, I think, if I remember correctly, Done do a, a lot of, of yeah, Grand Prix show jumping yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 So in, in talking about all that and the world games and stuff, there's an article that's just come out um, discussing the future of the world championships. Um, uh, if anybody hasn't read it yet, I believe it's in the Horse and Hound magazine. But um, what are your thoughts on their ideas on that? Well, it's Ingmar DeVos, who's president of the FBI. He's uh, published his roadmap uh, for 2019. He's um, hopefully unless something extraordinary happens, he's going to be the president again because he's um, nobody's standing against him and the General Assembly next week. Um, and Ingmar's just published his roadmap, which is on the FBI website. Uh, I think Horst and have probably picked yep. up on it. Um, and he's very frank. One of the um, things that he, one of the aspects that he tackles in his roadmap is the World Equestrian Games. And he says that they're going to thoroughly review the process and the the, the the way that it's put together, possibly look again at hosting individual world championships for the different dis, dis, for the different disciplines. Um, I don't think that's fait accompli, but I mean, he says, let's be brave enough to um, explore all the options. Let's have the courage to to look at everything. And why is this? Is this is based purely a cost cost exercise? I don't know. I've not. I haven't been involved on the sort of the inside workings. I've been the TD at a, a WEG, but I've not been involved on the inside. Um, organization it's a very big show it yeah. does run over a very long time and yeah. it's an awful lot of horses so um, I think when you're in Europe it's probably even slightly more it was slightly easier than it is when it's um, not in Europe because so many of the horses are European based There's, I mean the, the air logistics the freight the transportation of animals I can't remember what it was this year that was moved but it was the largest movement of equines in history i think or something oh, wow. crazy i mean <laughs> certainly by air anyway um i'm sure in the wars there was 
bigger logistical movements of horses. But um, yeah, I mean, it's a massive, a massive undertaking. And and actually, realistically, there are very few venues in the world that can that can host it unless they're sort of um, all pulled together. You know, like in Normandy, where they, it was much more, a much more disparate, spread out affair, as whereas Tryon and and Kentucky and Arkan, they were much more centralised, weren't they, in in the one venue? Yeah, uh, I didn't go to Tryon. I was too scared of the hurricane. <laughs> Florida, <laughs> the hurricane that wasn't. It well, we just got a bunch of rain. That's I know all you was. did, but were you a Florida person? Yes, you look I agree. at it coming Last and you, you say ended up with a tree in your house. So my I can my see friend that. Dan Jocelyn said, Are you coming up? I said, No, there's a hurricane coming. He said, Is that is it bad? Are they bad? But yes, <laughs> they are. Did you see my did you see my house? Yes, <laughs> last year. Last year. Yeah, yeah. No they kidding. are bad. So when a hurricane yeah. was bearing bearing down on Tryon, I was um definitely not gonna be coming to it. But anyway, I did um actually ride at Arkin and I went to um, Kentucky and it is um, I just think it's just so amazing when you've got all those disciplines there yes it's a huge amount of work and and flying horses here and there and stuff I mean what's going to happen now is it going to be jumping and dressage together or you know in, in endurance and vaulting or just eventing on its own I, I would I honestly have absolutely no idea and that's yeah. basically kind of the way the Europeans work doesn't it is that the, the every all the European championships are in specific locations and not together like a world championships i think increasingly jumping and dressage have gone together more over the last sort of six or eight years it's become a bit of a bit more of a trend that the jumping and dressage europeans are together um yeah i think i think the weg is a, is a great concept to bring everybody together i think i can see and i think that actually sporting wise there's many many positives from try on i think there were you know great competitions and certainly in eventing um and i watched a bit of jumping and a bit of dressage but certainly the, the eventing not just because the brits won but <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah um, but uh, no it looked like great it looked like a very good competition so um but i understand that there are yeah these challenges and as I say, I'm not being parted party to what they are. Right, right. And uh, and to bring it more local, we're here now at the Jockey Club. And Alec, this is your third year here as technical delegate. Um, what uh, what are your thoughts? What do you, what do we got this week? Besides this chilly morning that we've had, but I guess it's snowing in Virginia, so we should be so lucky. This is a summer day in Scotland. You realize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I, I frightened some small children and animals the other day by putting a pair of shorts on. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I think that, you know, let's go back. I mean, two years ago was obviously the first one. So this is the third two years later. But um, if you think I first came here the year before that and where we've gone from there until now it's it's just developed and developed i mean i I really think that this is a world-class venue that could host a competition of any size in our yeah. sport of eventing i mean the ground and the going out there now where they've mown and they've um the the nygards have spent a lot of time and effort making the the cross-country routes uh good the grass quality is it's immeasurably better than it was. It's on a nice sea, um, free draining sandy loam. So we had all of that rain last night and actually walking on the grass today. It's just feels feels much as it did yesterday. So I don't know. Um, I don't think it's going to cut up. Um, and I think it'll drain through. And a lot of the facilities here are, are fantastic. You know, the, this amazing clubhouse, um, the, the topography here, I know it's very unusual for Florida. You know, got some hills and ups mm. and downs. And, you know, as a course designer, I heard Clayton say the other day that 
this is a, this is a dream and it, it, it would be because you've, you've got a little bit of everything, you know, you've got your flat ground, you've got your hills, you've got your water jumps. Um, and he's done a great job. It's his first long format three star. Um, it looks good. Um, he's, um, taking it very seriously as, as you would hope and expect. And, um, I think he's de- delivered a good course. You've walked around, Joe. What do you No, think? I haven't. I actually, I, I, I walked around. I'm sorry. I'm about to go and do it, Max. I walked around the two star this year, uh, yesterday, and uh, it is slightly different from last year. There's a couple of slightly different loops, and some fences have been changed up and things, and I think it's very, very nice. Um, again, with the ground here, it is one of the very few venues anywhere in the world where you could possibly say you could almost guarantee good footing. You know, So um, last year we had six weeks with, with no rain at all. It was very sunny. And the footing was absolutely fantastic. And this year we've had way more rain than we would normally have at this time of the year. And it's a little, been a little bit more chilly. It did feel this morning when I was riding my dress, I was just a little bit like I felt like I was back in England in the <laughs> summer. Um, but <laughs> no, it, it was a bit chilly and we've had a lot of rain. But the ground can take rain unbelievably well here and um being living here in florida we have you know massive thunderstorms and things in the middle of the of the summer and we get huge amounts of rain and you look out a couple of hours later and it's just what was flooded has just disappeared so yeah no no it is absolutely it's it's fantastic um it looks like a garden out there at the moment i mean you know last year it was a little bit more brown because we didn't have that rain but this time it's um it's fantastic i'm looking forward to walking the three-star course in a little bit um and um it's, it's a great viewing course too i mean you yeah know, they, they, they've set it up they've got this nice purpose-built main arena it's now properly fenced in and um you can you can sort of sit on the top in the bank and you can be looking down um you've got um you've got uh, vantage points all over the cross country course where you can see quite a lot of fences from one spot so yeah yeah it's um yeah it's a really good really good venue really class venue yeah so like this is the is this it for you i mean you you run a huge uh, operation back in england i know you're not from england but that's where you are now and um you run a huge operation there um so is this is this it for you guys for the season this is it yeah. <laughs> except that i'm going to tokyo next week um, <laughs> um so it's never it yeah 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 um but yes yeah, so, i mean well i mean you know what it's like we we our first event is a three star in april um and so we've we started that planning already so now is um, time to get all the contractors speak to all the sponsors um talk to all the volunteers i mean at somewhere like burnham market we run 700 last oh. year this year 780 horses over the three days yeah, it's very popular um and um you know so there's a lot of volunteers and you know there's a lot of a lot of work to do and it doesn't it doesn't start a month or so before it's no, a, it's it starts longer, now, it? exactly. Starts now. Yeah, and you go all yeah. the way through. We run Pony Club Championships too, which is in Britain is a, a massive, huge, huge yeah. two thousand six hundred horses over five days and eight sports. It's um, you know, and it it all just keeps going. It's just a circus, like Shelley and her little team that runs so many things over here. They, you know, it's just it never stops really. Yeah, Christmas Day and. <laughs> Hogmanay in Scotland. Yeah, yeah, I have to, yeah. Stop, yeah, I have yeah, to stop yeah. in Hogmanay exactly. and the day after, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's the same with the horses. I mean, you know, when you you might put the advanced you might put the advanced horses away and the intermediate horses away for three or five weeks, and actually, the then they're going to yeah, go and break in some four year olds and yeah. three year olds. So. Yeah, yeah. No, well, it is. It's um, it luckily 
I think we all really enjoy it. It is never ending, but it has a variety in that so that it's not all, you know, super pressure and there's other bits and pieces which you can sort of settle down and enjoy, like going skiing in Colorado in December. Yes, you are going to do that. I can't believe it. I'm so lucky. <laughs> i got to teach a clinic beforehand to pay for it all. Oh, that's all right. Well, all my Colorado people are going to be probably listening to this anyway. But, no, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. But, um, but then, yeah. You should forward. encourage them all to come here to the OJC. This should be the season ender. Yes. The, the, big, I, the big finale because it's a really great event here. I, and, uh, I think that there's going to be more legs to this event that – the three star, the long format was touch and go whether it was going to be run or not. And I'm really, really pleased that everybody got behind it and there was some concessions made and prize money and entry fees and so on to get it get it all done. But it was just something that we really need here. We definitely need in this country. Especially to give our, ourselves options. I mean, people will go to Fair Hill if they want to get an early qualifier or if they want to get wet and cold. Um, and, <laughs> or bathe out of a bucket. Yeah, bathe out of a bucket <laughs> or eat the crab bisque, which is probably the really yes, reason I go for. But um, otherwise, people are going to come here now. And, and I, sadly, Galway's had to cancel their three-star. But that's because we've got a, a bunch of Californians here, and they were over for the for for this year for, um, for the fall. For the fall. Yeah. So. Um, sort of swings and roundabouts a bit, yeah. but it's really pleased. And I think that it'll just get, it's just going to gain more momentum and more momentum. Um, more people are coming down here earlier now. Um, it used to be sort of 1st of January. Everybody would, would start to arrive and now people are buying properties and coming down here and getting away from the winter. Yeah. People, a lot of people are buying properties here and renting up north and doing it that way rather than the other way around, which is what most people used to do. Yeah. 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 And why not? Mm. It's pretty great. Exactly. It is good. Yeah. Well, Alec, we're going to let you get back to it. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to talk to us. Um, and we look forward to catching up with you again after as we get closer to the Olympics. My pleasure. Thank you very much, guys. The Eventing Riders Association of North America is the collective voice of riders, equine professionals, and owners in pursuit of enhancing the growing sport of eventing in North America. In cooperation with our members, governing bodies, related committees, and organizers, ERA of NA works to improve the overall welfare, safety, visibility, and growth of the sport. ERA of NA, your voice matters for the sport of eventing. Jump in and engage by becoming a member today. Find them online at www.eraofna.com. Joining us now is Dr. Debbie Williamson, who is one of the uh, vet delegates here at the Ocala CCI. And we've been meaning to get her on for quite a long time to tell us about what the vets actually do. We kind of know, but um, it's about time that we got a rundown. Debbie, hi, how's it going? Great. great. Very glad to be here. Good, good. So you've been doing this for quite a long time. And you're a very familiar face on our circuit of um, FEI competitions and things. And it starts with um, the in-barns and the treating. So just why don't you just tell us a a little bit about what you do? Yeah, happy to. Um, All the horses come in and on arrival, um, every horse has a horse data sheet that follows the horse through the entire competition. And basically we check the horse's passports and the horses themselves to make sure that they're healthy and um, 
okay to go into our secure stabling and make sure they're the right horse uh, and make yeah. sure they're the correct no one's horse. trying to bring course. a ringer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> haven't had that happen with you guys, yet, yeah. but um, thank goodness. But um, I have had some horses put in the wrong stabling before. Yeah. But the um, um, so once the horses have been um, checked by the vets, we um, allow them to go to their stabling and um, do their own thing, and then we. Um, um, according to what discipline or what level they're running in, we will um, may or may not have a first horse inspection where we'll watch the horses for soundness to compete. And I would reiterate that it's soundness to compete, not just soundness as we would do in our normal practice. And, um, and any notes on that horse would be written um, at that time if we see something, even if the ground jury does not, so that we, when we look at that horse again on, at a third horse inspection, um, we we can have that information for the benefit of, of the horse if it's consistent and they've already done the cross country and all they need to do is they finish out on their stadium course, then uh, um, a lot of times that's for the benefit of the horse and rider. Um, of course, if, in another scenario, if the unsoundness seemed to be progressive and was worse, we may be more concerned about that. So uh, the horse data sheet is wonderful in all kinds of ways because it gives us um, a lot of information on the horse and notes on the horse that if someone questions something we can we can give that information and of course we're checking the horses after they finish the cross country um, um, and to make sure that they're they're okay uh, we're, we're kind of backing off on the TPRs um, being mandatory at some of the events according to the weather of course, if it's really hot and humid, we may still want to do more of that. And, of course, a lot of the riders want that information on their horse. Um, this is at, the, at the end of cross country. At the end of cross yeah, country, yeah. 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 And, and um, so we try to be helpful. It's all about the horse. We're, my, my entire job is for the welfare of the horse. So whatever that takes, that's, you know, what we, we try to provide. And um, on the other side of things, outside of the horse, we're also – um, go out on the courses and, and, and just as the ground jury looks at the courses for technical stuff, we also look at it at, as a horse safety issue. If we see something at a fence or around a fence that we're concerned about a horse's safety, we'll speak up on that as well. A lot of people don't know that we actually do that, but we do spend time out on course ourselves. And, um, and the other reason we're out there on course is we are also responsible for all the um, emergency um, help for the cross-country day and where we're going to put horse um, ambulances and horse transports and and vets for our own course because um, it's one thing to walk a course and know the course, but it's a different thing to know how a truck and trailer can navigate through the ropes oh, and absolutely. Where, yep. where they can go. So we ha- we do all that planning. And sometimes we go to the course designer and go, we need openings here, here, and here because we can't, we don't have access. So there's a lot of planning going on, on, on preparing for the cross country day and making sure that we have the fastest access to a horse if it gets in trouble. So tell us about the, the trot up, the jog it's called here in America. No, I mean, we've got to start calling it the trot up. It makes me crazy. Okay. Trot up. Trot up's fine. Jog, it sounds like a Western competition. Okay. That's fine, Max. It is. It can okay. be a trot up for it's you. It's a trot up. Or, yeah. the, or the horse inspection. Horse inspection. Horse inspection. Is, that's what we call it. Yeah. So 
you are there with the ground jury, is that correct? That's correct. And um, is it, it is it is it both of you or just one person? So or how one, does that the vendor delegate um, is 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 with the ground jury members, and then the uh, the assistant that is in the hold. Mm-hmm. Now I, I should make it very clear that the veterinary team we're just advisories to the ground jury. We do not get the casting oh, vote. Okay. The president of the ground jury in the horse inspection is the casting vote on whether a horse goes or not. Um, we we're purely advisory. Now so, most ground juries will listen to what we have to say. Yeah. And certainly if they send something to the hole, they're very interested in hearing what what we find, if anything, in the hold um, mm-hmm. to help them make a an educated, you know, good decision. So, and when you see a horse in the hold, you guys watch it obviously trot up, and you um, you'll feel its legs, and just to to see that if it's a if they're just hurt or if they're injured, and that's actually your big one of your big factors, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, we we don't want to send a horse out there with a soft t- tissue injury that and cause a horse to break down or any other reason that, right. that would cause a horse to break down. Um, you may have a horse that's just got a little foot inflammation. Overreach um, or something. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that would be different than they could be two horses at the same level of unsoundness to compete. Right. And I keep saying unsoundness to compete because you know a bunch of vets on the sidelines go, well, that horse was off. This right, 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 exactly. And there's a lot yeah. of horses that are yes. good enough to compete, and and um, so you can have two horses at the same uh, level of unsoundness, and one's maybe just a teeny bit of foot inflammation, and another one's more of a soft tissue injury, uh, a tendon type thing that or a suspensory branch that's swollen, we're, we're going to judge those differently. And that's where the hold comes in handy because that information gets presented to the ground jury. And you have your sheet, you have the sheet in front of you saying this sheet. horse had this overreach starting and then it, yeah, obviously, you, right. so you, now you have a baseline of this right. to, how to make exactly. your decision. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's, a, it's still, um, you know, no matter what the vets say, the ground jury is the deciding vote. Yeah, I think some of us sit there and watch some of the trot-ups and scratch our heads a bit, don't we, Max? (laughs) Some of the ones that are are let through and some of the ones that are taken to the hold, even. Right, Right. well, and and I will say, because I work a lot of um, two, three-star level events where I I have a ground jury for each discipline, and I'm there the whole motion inspection, but I'm switching ground juries in the in the middle and so i have to make an adjustment based on the grounder because they they are different on where they draw their line and we call it drawing a line it's like okay this is the level you're going to accept and not and every grounder is different on that now certainly if they're bad enough they're going to call those but but it's but there is a difference in a line between ground juries that you have to adjust to and um i always talk to the ground juries beforehand and, and Say, I'm here for the welfare of the horse. If I see something, I will walk towards you or, or come to you and, and speak up. But it's still their call. Right. But I think we all have to remember it's about the welfare of the horse. And we all should speak up if we're concerned. If one ground jury member is unhappy about something, I would rather hold that horse for everyone's benefit, including right. and the get, riders. And get the information. And, yeah, yeah. And get the information. So I don't think necessarily a horse going to the hold is a negative for every time for a rider, sometimes it clarifies stuff and, and for your benefit. So I, I, I don't think everybody should think, Oh, that horse got sent to the hole. That's a horrible thing. Uh, I think sometimes it's, sometimes I get a horse sent to the hole because 
we want to check out a wound that's there that that we need to so that somebody right, put their hands right, on yeah. it so that we didn't get enough information written down at an arrival exam or something. You know, they, the ground jury wants to know. They haven't seen it. They want it looked at. Right. So it, it doesn't have to be something horrible at all. And and how many times do you get people sent to the hold because they're really bad at presenting their horses? <laughs> <laughs> I love that question. I I would just love to give some clinics on. Oh, right. The, the I different, know. I've done enough of them that I, I see different things, you know, and, and uh, you know, the one of the biggest thing, and, and unfortunately, it's mainly the women because it, the shoe issue oh, is yes. they too many <laughs> women uh, um, wear improper shoes to jog a horse. This and, is not a nightclub, and they right exactly, and they and number one, they can't run in them, and so they're all pulling on their horse. <laughs> it, it just makes it a mess, you know. So it's um, I think proper footwear. Yeah, I would just assume everybody show up at the jog. This is just my personal opinion. I'd I'd like everybody just in their riding britches and their boots. The, sort of the way the yeah. jumpers do, right? right. I mean, yeah, and like, and the grooms like, are doing it. They just get it yeah. done. Yeah, exactly. Well, it could be quite, be quite nice if they'd let the event horses through the way they let the jumper. Oh, right, through, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or they say, <laughs> oh, by the way, that one didn't look so good. Let's look at it again tomorrow morning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, look yeah. at it. It's on. It's on. It's it's limping up and down on three legs, but it's just a little stiff. It's a little stiff. Yeah. Different standards again. Different standards. Different standards, discipline, different discipline. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't have to gallop and as far, things like that. We, yeah. yeah, and I, I do find a lot of people, and, and I think, again, this is size of horse versus size of rider, yeah. and, and more with the women, because, well, you're not the tallest guy, but no, but, no. <laughs> sorry. <It's okay. laughs> but, the, but keeping up with the horse. Yes. So a lot of people try to creep them down the jog lane, and to me, that exacerbates. It's like me putting video in a horse on a soundness exam and then putting it in slow motion because the, the client may not right. be able to see it yeah, at yeah, that yeah. speed. But if I put it in slow motion, they can see it in soundness. So really? I feel like well, a lot of people cool. go too slow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, it's just my opinion. Yeah. What are other things, just so our listeners can know about that, you know, if they're doing a presentation, what are other mistakes, common mistakes that people do um, when they're trotting their horses up at a, at a horse inspection? Well, I again, if if someone's hanging on uh, one rein or the other, yeah, I'm 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 immediately it immediately clues in. Yeah, to, we're watching that closer. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so I would if I was coaching yeah. someone, I would say whatever you do, don't do that. Because yeah, we're, it just zeroes you in yeah. on. Okay, are they trying to hide something? Yeah, because uh, loose rein. It's like you know, yeah. I, I teach people a lot of times. And I say just make sure you have a hold of the outside rein, but don't hold it. You know, right. so yeah. people. Well, some people just, just have that. that you know, yeah. you know, and then they just they like, just grab onto it. Yeah. We all can kind of. We're not as strong as a horse, but we can. No. We can yeah. adjust. Though, even when you're on their back, you can yes. correct some stuff. So right. So um. um that and shoes and shoes speed. inappropriate dresses. Yeah, inappropriate <laughs> dresses. I, I tend to just be watching the horses, so I miss a lot of the No, exactly. Issues. I just find it funny sometimes. <laughs> the girls are running and they're trying to hold their dress down at the same right, time. Exactly. You know, it's sort of again, you know. proper attire would yeah. would take care of that. And and I think the horse inspection is to present your horse. Right. You know, so and and we make it about the riders too. And believe me, I love to see the people dressed up and looking nice. Yeah, it looks it's, good. Yeah, I, I I prefer that type of inspection rather than people just showing up in right. their jeans and a t-shirt or something. Right. But but it's but I think you still have to you're a horse person and you need to be practical on what you wear. Yeah. So in a competition like this, this is a CCI one, two, and three star. Um, how many vets would will it take for you guys to on cross country day to have out there to run the competition? 
Well, I would love to be able to answer that question properly, but I haven't even gotten out there yet. <laughs> other than a quick okay, we'll say we'll say typically, but, typically. But, but here and then I have worked here in the past, and and we've had um, two to three on this course. Every course is different, right? Um, um, and we've even have like like a rover here as well before. So that's part of what we do during the week is go out, right? Evaluate the course, the terrain how we can navigate and how quickly you can navigate. And that's how we decide on how many vets. And you, but you vets something. in the finish area that have come to sort of help out vet students sometimes and the treating vets right. and people have their own vets here as well. So there's, there's a, Oh yeah. On, on this property on Saturday, we'll probably have <laughs> 10 to 15. Yeah, vets. So easily, I mean, yeah. per, I mean, when you've got 145 horses and 10 to 15 vets, it's right. good. Good. Uh, and, Plenty of referral centers right, right around exactly. if we need them. So yeah, so we're covered vet wise for sure. At and most of these events, we have more vets than we need. Yeah, so, yeah, which is a good thing. It is a good thing. It is a very good thing. Well, Debbie, we're going to let you get back to work. Thank you so much for chatting with us. We really Happy appreciate it. Well, Max, did you know that they went round the course and did things like that? Well, I did because I do help organize the competition. Okay. So I know the side of it a little bit and I have to be involved with it. But yeah, I did know. And it's actually, you know, they're not just standing there at the end of the trot up strip watching these horses trot up and down. There's, there's a lot that goes into it. And, you know, oh, I the thought they were. Come, yeah. I thought they just stood there. Stood there. Poked their finger at you. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And, you yeah. know, I, I know, Debbie, you know, a lot of times people get to the one star and they, or any level, and they don't, um, they don't realize that their horses have a heart murmur or something to that effect. And they, you know, Debbie can catch some of those things or she, I know she has and other vets too. And, um, just sort of, you know, she's very proactive and, um, again, it's always a, always a shining face to see there because she, she's a horseman and she's practical, which is always so nice. So we, it's, um, it's always great to have her involved, but yeah, there's a lot of work that goes into what those guys do and, um, you know, making sure everything's placed correctly and who can cover which jumps and how that, you know, different zones and sectors and all that kind of stuff. So it's, um, it's a, it's a lot of work. Yeah. 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 They get a lot done. Yeah. They get a lot done. Yeah. Checking all the passports and stuff like that, but yeah. 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 I'm surprised no one's tried to like not bring the right horse. <laughs> I don't yeah. think people have enough horses nah, to try not to bring the right horse. I know people don't do trade them out on a Saturday night. No, we're not we're not endurance riders here. Oh, yeah, no, we makes no, no, <laughs> we don't try try any of that skullduggery. Unless you have someone like our friend Hilda Donahue, who's actually here eventing with uh, that actually competed for Ireland in endurance, but she's she's one of the good people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, but anyway, so you just yeah. got to be a bit further east. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You got it. You okay. Got it. Well, Max, it's about time you wrap the show up. Yeah, you got some courses to walk and we got some stuff to do. So, um, everyone, thank you so much for listening to the Eventing Riders Association of North America podcast. You can learn more about Eventing Riders Association of North America at eraofna.com. You can find the links to today's guests and topics at Eventing Radio. Follow Eventing Radio on Facebook. Just search The Eventing Radio Show and on Twitter at Eventing Radio. Listen to The Eventing Radio anytime, anywhere with the free Horse Radio Network app for iPhone and Android. Go to your app store and search Horse Radio Network. You can also subscribe by iTunes. Thanks again to our title sponsor, Bit of Britain. This is Max, and you can find me on Facebook, Max Corcoran Horse Care. You can find me on Twitter at MMC338, but I don't ever tweet. And on Instagram, same, MMC338, and I haven't done that in a while either. Or my blog. Your blog. Yeah, 
I do that too, but I don't really. It's been a long time, but You're I do have something. I've been busy. It's You're all being good. busy. Yeah, yeah. Max Quirk and WordPress. And now, yeah, now that the season's done, maybe I'll actually do some stuff. Mm, I'm going to tweet about my ski trip. Yeah. Oh, it's nice. I you. think. That's going to be my next photo. No, I'm going to do some tweets. This is Joe, and you can find me on my website, joemeyereventing.com. You can follow me on Twitter, joemeyereventr, and you can find me on Facebook, joemeyer. Instagram, I'm pretty sure it's joemeyereventing now. I don't really know, but I'm going to try and – I just need to find a young millennial. There you some, go. Some, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to give it to my working students there to you get go. this – yeah, for me. Yep. That's um, a good thing to do. Yeah. And you can find me upstairs at the Jockey Club and the VIP having a little bit of lunch <laughs> now before I start the, the, the mammoth course walks. But um, this is, it's been a pleasure, and we'll talk to you again in two weeks' time. Bye, everybody.